The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. Sitting in tonight is Paris Mansouri. Welcome to Passion, a show all about love, sex, and relationships. My name is Paris. I'm sitting in for Dr. Lori. She's on vacation. She's going to be back on Tuesday. I'm going to keep her chair warm until then. Tonight, we're going to talk about the one thing it seems like many people around the world, many countries agree on. It's actually pretty interesting. We're going to talk about a bride asking um, a specific person in her bridal party or considering asking that person not to be in the bridal party because of their body. And we're going to talk about being single. And um, we're going to want your opinions, your texts, 514-800. And you can join us by phone at 514-790-0800. And um, as we do every Friday night, these are general topics I found in the news. That's what Dr. Lori does on Friday nights. But since she's away... I have a co-host with me tonight, Davison. She is a media producer and host, and she's joining the conversation. I feel like we do this often. We when, do. When Dr. Lori's away. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Happy International Women's Day. You too. I've been, there were a couple of people who wished me, like just randomly, like, oh, happy International Women's Day. And I don't know how I feel about it. Why not? I I actually don't know how I feel about it. It's not, I I don't know why not. I'm just undecided on how, I almost feel like asking, obviously they're being genuine and kind in in saying that, but I I didn't want to say, but what I'm thinking is, what do you mean? What do you mean when you say happy International Women's Day? I guess it's just honoring women. It's honoring our struggles. It's honoring our accomplishments. Is it so? Like, is that actually our, to our listeners? 514-800, text us. Did you wish someone a happy International Women's Day today? And if you did, what did you mean by it? I'm very curious, and it's an honest question. I'm not being, you know, critical, facetious at all. I'm just very curious because so often we say things and they're just random or just because everyone's doing it. Um, and it's just something to celebrate, and especially in light of the Me Too movement and, you know, all the recognition that women are finally getting for all the wrongs and, and basically the, the misfortunes, general misfortunes women have endured over time. Uh, but I'm very curious to know if, if anyone saying it actually does have a purpose behind it. Well, I think that you need to examine if maybe you are speaking from a position of privilege. Yes, I do realize that. And that's why you don't know how to feel about it, because there are very many women who are marginalized, who are very happy that something like International Women's Day exists. And we're putting the spotlight back on women. What does and it women's... do for them? Well, I mean, we're we're talking about women's issues. It's a segue into maybe rallying support. We're, we're speaking about the Me Too movement again. Uh, we might speak about poverty in other countries. Uh, there's a million and one events that happen on International Women's Day. So it's n- it's not just an empty gesture. It's not just like saying Happy Mother's Day. It's it's more about it's more speaking to the issues that faced face women worldwide and and making us just be critical about uh, what it means to be a woman in our current society and globally. 
We have someone who texted in saying, guys can't do or say anything without women overanalyzing it. If you don't know what we mean by happy Women's Day, then why should we say anything at all? I don't think it was coming. Uh, actually, the people who said it were two other women. We had a, a meeting and we happened to be all women. It was a it was very interesting. Actually, it was for a tech company and everyone in this tech company. Well, everyone representing this tech company were women and myself working as a. Uh, as a consultant, I was a woman. So we were all women. And the two women kind of opened the conversation with Happy International Women's Day. So it wasn't a guy saying it. And I don't think it makes a difference whether a man or a woman says it. I'm just curious as to what people mean when they say Happy International Women's Day. What would you like the person who's hearing that, what would you like them to feel, receive, or think? I, you know, for me, when we say things, intentions behind the words are important. And obviously, it's an acknowledgement of women on that specific day. But then why don't we say Happy International Children's Day, Happy International Nieces Day, Happy International, you know, we have mom and dad. Is there actually, I don't even know if is there an like an international aunt day or uncle day or grandpa <laughs> day, you know, all these people play, you know, roles in our lives in, you know, one way or another. But yeah, the, the conversation I wanted to, to have was around not, not questioning why we say it, but questioning our intent behind it. And yes, we, you know, we are privileged it where we live that we can maybe have more support in overcoming Mm-hmm. And, but again, having said that, there are plenty of women in Montreal, in Canada, who do not have a support system, who do not have a network uh, when they are wronged. So fully understanding that. And International Women's Day itself says, says that its significance is uh, to celebrate the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. The day also marks a call to action for accelerating gender parity. Because there still isn't gender parity in a lot of industries or in a lot of social circumstances. There still isn't. There's still the wage gap. There's still, there's still very gendered problems that face women. So that's why we have International Women's Day. Can, have you ever been challenged on the wage gap? Issue? Yeah. Yeah. By, How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, the, the, the argument is that women have a tendency to take lower paying jobs. And I don't believe that that's true. Yes, in some companies, there are pay scales. But who ascends the ranks faster? Is it women or is it men? I think in certain executive positions, demographically, it's it's proven that it's mostly male. So yes, I do believe I also believe that women uh, feel more guilty about asking for a raise and we're socialized to maybe be more passive when it comes to money. Uh, so I absolutely believe that, you know, you get what you ask for, you get what you fight for. But if you were never taught to fight or to ask, then you're going to end up with less. I feel like somebody's angry with me. They texted Paris with three exclamation points. <laughs> oh, boy. So it's, come on. Women living in Canada only got the right to vote in 1960. Before that time, they were not considered. Uh, no, actually, it says women are celebrating our accomplishments and showing solidarity mm-hmm. in the fight for justice and equality under the laws. And as 50 percent of the world's population, I, you know, then can we not argue that there are other minorities who are who, who do have accomplishments, who who should have support in fighting for social justice, who should fight and and have the right to equality under the law. And as 50% of the population, if you're looking at um, men who are um, men, you know, of, of different nationalities who aren't white, 
often are targeted. I mean, there, there was an inter- incident in the metro today with somebody dribbling a basketball. I mean, it was just... I honestly think that there are a lot of people who do suffer from injustice. And I'm not saying that women should not be celebrated. That's not my conversation. That's not um, the conversation I want to have. I just want to understand what we mean um, by happy International Women's Day. Somebody's asking, what do you want International Women's Day to mean? I don't know that it wants, I want it to mean anything. I want to know what other people mean by it and why it's necessary and why don't we have International Men's Day and a lot of people are like, well, it's men's day every day. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know if I agree with that because if, if you look at the homeless population, for example, look at look at the disparity there. Uh, I was not expecting the show to, to go this way. I'm not advocating against International Women's Day at all. There are, you know, I stand on the shoulders of many women, including my mother, who made tons of sacrifices, um, tons of women in the media industry who've made sacrifices. I'm a woman. I'm clearly, when you look at me, I'm, I'm Middle Eastern, so I'm a minority. So there are tons of women of, you know, minority uh, broadcasters who came before me who paved the way. So it's not to not want to recognize women and what we accomplished. The point is to have a conversation around why we're doing it because I think if we understand why we're doing it, I think there would be a lot more activity. Honestly, other than posts on Facebook, and I have a very active social circle, and a lot of them are members of the media, I don't see anyone doing it, anything for it. You're listening to Passion. We're on weeknights from 10 to 11 p.m. It is passion every night from that time period. Uh, Dr. Lori is away this week or for a few days this week. I'm filling in for her tonight. We're talking about uh, sex, love and relationship in the news. And we've been talking about International Women's Day. I want to get your take on it. What does it mean to you when you say happy International Women's Day? Text us at 514-800. Right now, though, it's 1015. From the pleasure to the pain and everything in between. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Sitting in tonight is Paris Mansouri. Welcome back to the program. Happy International Women's Day. If you're just joining us, that's what we've been discussing. What does it mean to you when you say happy International Women's Day? Uh, my name is Paris. I'm sitting in for Dr. Lori. She's going to be back on Tuesday with me. I have media producer and host Davison. She's here to join in the conversation. We've been, like I said, talking about International Women's Day. I honestly just wanted to start the show off with it um, and move on. And it's turned into a topic because... People are still texting. Someone said, you are overthinking this. It can mean whatever you want it to be. Decide what it means to you. Then that's what it means. I mean, International Women's Day is a day to celebrate women accomplishments, to remember the struggles, to remember uh, the, the long way we still have to go. And I personally think we should use it as an excuse to see what we can do to help women around us. So if you are... I don't know, from whether you have a neighbor who's a single mom who needs help to whether you're an executive who can, you know, mentor younger people to somebody who has extra time and you can volunteer in your neighborhood. You can be a big sister or a big brother to a younger girl, you know, all of these things. However, I do not believe that's what comes to mind for most people. It's just a word that they say and they move on. 
somebody texted saying because because I was saying like if we have International Women's Day why don't we have International Men's Day and somebody said because men don't need a day to feel special well I don't think that International Women's Day is made for women to feel special no absolutely not so that that argument I'm I'm not sure is is um is valid so I don't know. For me, it's just a con. It's an issue because I like to have purpose behind these days. I mean, you have International Pancake Day. You have International, you know, Sandwich Day. It's it literally every day is a quote unquote day. And unless we give it a purpose, a true purpose, other than saying these words, I don't know that there. I don't know that it has the value that it's meant to have. Well, for some people, it's going to be meaningful. And for some people, it's going to be empty. For some women, saying that to you means just a statement of let's all rally in solidarity for girl power. You know, it, it's it's meant to make you feel good. You know, I, I, I don't know. How often do you examine your gender? How often do you think about your gender? How often do you think about gender roles? I mean, it, it's obviously provoking something in you. You need to think about it longer than a day. Somebody just texted saying it means we celebrate women's strength, determination, and accomplishments. How? Like how? That that's my well, point. Articles how... about women, but various women in the media, are... various stories that we wouldn't report on perhaps otherwise were it not for the context of International Women's Day. But the media is putting that out. Yeah, reporters well, are putting that out. Yeah, but that's it... because women, International Women's Day exists, so it's a good thing. Because I, it's... I'm not arguing that. I'm saying it's how inspiring are we these articles. Receive... But how are we receiving it? What's being done? What action is being taken? And what's the result of that from one day of saying happy International Women's Day? Like I didn't, again, um, earlier in the conversation, I mentioned that I was in a in a business meeting with other women and two of them said, oh, happy International Women's Day, acknowledging the day. And I didn't want to make it awkward by saying, what do you mean? Uh, you know, when we say Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah, there's, you know, you're wishing someone something with a purpose. And I feel like happy Hanukkah, you're saying happy Hanukkah, but happy International Women's Day. Thanks. Again, from the International Women's Day website, they say International Women's Day is all about unity, celebration, reflection, advocacy and action, whatever that looks like globally and at a local level. And I would add at a personal level. So it's very open ended, but the focus is on women, Paris. Okay. So focusing on women, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about weddings. We're going to talk about this bride who's considering barring her friend from her bridal party because of a because of her body. This I was having been a bride at one point. I I would have I can't imagine ever uninviting someone or putting <laughs> myself in a situation. I was Have you been married? No, I have not. Have you ever been in a bridal party? Yes, I have. Have you ever been told what to do, what to wear, what to look like? Absolutely. Were you given a dress to wear? or Yes. Okay. Yes. And I... my hair had to be done a certain way. My makeup had to be done a oh, certain wow. way. I had to stand a certain place. It was fine, though. I let the bride be the woman in control. Okay. I didn't do it like that at all. What I did, I gave, I got a material swatch of a color I wanted, and I just gave it to my bridesmaids. Oh. And I'm like... Just have fun. Just as long as it's within this tone and color range. Wear what you want. Buy what you want. The weddings I attended were very formal and very traditional. Mine was like that too, but I was like, just be mindful that, you know. Respect the hue. <laughs> Not the hue, but like don't wear a fully <laughs> open back and cleavage bearing uh, outfit. Okay, I've got it. Everyone knew that, but no, I was not super controlling. But this bride, 
she says that she's asked friends from work, college, and childhood to be bridesmaids for her upcoming summer wedding. And she said that she refrained from asking her old friend from being a bridesmaid because she has, quote, massive breast due to a hormone disorder. That's terrible. Davison's shaking her head. Um, and there's a quote that says, I originally planned on asking Erin to be a bridesmaid, but then I started thinking about the logistics of getting a bridesmaid dress tailored to fit her dimensions and how she won't be capable of wearing a strapless dress because she can't do a strapless bra. Also, Erin has these shoulder pads for her bra strap that she's insecure about, so she would need a dress with sleeves realistically. And does that mean I have to settle on a bridesmaid dress with sleeves for all the girls to wear in the heat of summer, or does Erin have to be the only one wearing a different dress? I mean, we're talking about... I mean, is this really important enough? I mean, is this worth hurting your friend over? No, absolutely not. It's a case a, a case of breast discrimination, and maybe she could wear the same color but a different dress, just like your bride, bridesmaids did, right? And obviously, the answer is obvious to this question. I mean, it wouldn't be a question in my mind if this is the correct thing to do. But obviously, if this is, I mean, we found this in... Um, in Fox News, actually, that's where oh, it was Fox posted. News. It was posted in Fox News about two days ago, so it's it's recent, and it's for a bride who's organizing her wedding this summer. So this is a real thing. Yeah. Well, I think if she doesn't ask her friend to be a bridesmaid, and uh, the friend uh, finds out that uh, she she didn't have the spot that she probably should have had, it, it, she's actually doing the friend a favor if she pisses that friend off because I don't think they should be friends because she's thinking about herself. She's not thinking about the welfare of her friend. And well, it, she's you know, and it's it's yeah, it, it's a, it, it's a case of breast discrimination. She's saying I've been Aaron's friend since we were kids. I've seen how people react to her situation. When people think back on my wedding, I want them to think about how beautiful the venue was or how nice the wedding party looked or dare I say my fiance and I finally getting hitched. I don't want people to remember my wedding for the bridesmaid with the giant boobs. She's so superficial and ridiculous. But, this woman's a moron. <laughs> but honestly, I wonder if that's what people are going to remember from Of a course wedding. not. They're, maybe they'll remember how drunk they got. They'll remember how bad the roast beef was. They will not remember the woman with the large breasts. Maybe this girl has a fixation on breasts. Maybe she should examine that. Maybe she shouldn't be marrying a man. <laughs> Somebody just texted in saying that bride is not mature enough to get married. No, She'll exactly. probably want a designer baby too. Give me a break. What do you think? Text us 514-800. If you were, not if you were the bride or if you were the friend in question, but let's say you were in this bridal party and, and you're, you're watching your friend make this kind of decision. What kind of advice would you give them? Because clearly you can't tell one of your best friends, you, you can't call them names. And if you're stuck in, in the middle, I wonder what the friends would do in that situation. Well, I mean, it depends what kind of friendship you have. I would tell my friend, I, w I, I, I would tell my friend straight up, I think you're being unreasonable. You're being unfair. And I'd offer a solution being get a different dress. There's plus size dresses right, but what everywhere. If, let's say you're in that wedding party and you love your strapless dress and you love the dress that you're wearing, but all of a sudden the bride is changing the entire look. And now you have to pay for a new dress that has sleeves because this one bridal uh, m party member cannot wear the dress you got. I'm not that petty. This is just a very petty story. It about is. About very but, petty, superficial people. But it has real consequences because this bride is asking the bridesmaids to wear certain dresses that cost a certain amount that have been paid for. And now everyone has to change a dress. Only if the bride says so. Why? Why does everyone have to change their dress? Will we remember this when we're all dead? No. <laughs>
No, we're all going to die. Well, Just put the one girl in a different dress. Move on with your life. If anything, you might appear more compassionate because it's like, oh, she got a special dress for the person that obviously it's probably very noticeable that she has large breasts to everyone. She, so it, it would seem like, oh, she's very thoughtful that she got a different dress for someone who's got a different body concern or a body consideration. We so have just, a, God damn it. So self-involved, this woman. Can't, we have, have no a, patience for these types of stories. A texter said, speaking of breasts, that bride is a real boob. Exactly. <laughs> good, <laughs> good one. Good pun. Very, very <laughs> apropos. But you know what's interesting? Very much closer to home, not related to breasts. One of my one of my good friends, um somebody said I would propose to the girl with the big boobs at the wedding. <laughs> it was hilarious. Our listeners are very funny. But my best friend, um, her her one of them, one of my very good friends, her sister in law did not approve of her shoes and was took her aside and said, If you do not if you don't want to wear the color shoes I've determined, I don't want you walking down the aisle. So it does get real. It does uh, it's get ridiculous. serious or ridiculous, as Davidson says. <laughs> You're listening to Passion. We're on weeknights from 10 to 11 p.m. talking love, sex, and relationships. It is 1030 right now, and it's time to get the latest from the CJAD 800 Newsroom. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Straight talk that's all-inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Sitting in tonight is Paris Mansouri. Welcome back to the show. My name is indeed Paris. Dr. Lori is away uh, until Tuesday. I'm sitting in for her Monday night. It's going to be the millennial panel. Going to get the opinions of the millennials are what? Born after 1983, I believe. That makes you a millennial. We're going to get their take on current events, love, sex, and relationship issues. But tonight, we're going to throw our questions to you and to Davison, media producer and host. She's in studio with me. We often do this uh, program together, Friday nights, filling in for Dr. Lori. And you are always kind enough to join us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Where can people connect with you, by the way? Uh, on the International Women's Day website. <laughs> That was sarcasm. They can find me on twitter.com slash Davison video, Instagram.com slash Davison video, basically Davison video everywhere. So look up Davison space video on YouTube. And you were talking about an app, a new one. TikTok. Tell us about TikTok really quick. TikTok's kind of like Vine meets Instagram stories. People lip sync. People do creative skits it's funny it's i don't know it's very youthful it's very inspiring people dance and i actually went viral on tiktok yesterday i have a video that has like 140 150 000 views that's amazing congratulations thank you i i played the bongos on a jello butt and and to see that people would have to download the tiktok app yep t-i-k-t-o-k okay and they search for you davison video exactly on there. So, and I mentioned that because you might not have the app, but likely a younger person in your life, a teenager in your life will know what this is. Exactly. Yes. It's very popular, uh, uh, for the demographic of under, uh, 18. There you go. And you can look really cool saying I've been on TikTok. Have you checked out Davidson's? She went viral two days ago. <laughs> You'll be real cool. So here's the topic we've been teasing for a while. So Pornhub, which is an adult website, uh, puts out insights 
on different topics from different countries. So they, they do search terms, what's most popular, uh, how long are people viewing content. And today for International Women's Day, they've put out the most viewed categories by women. And I mentioned this to Davison before we came on air. I did not tell her uh, what countries were viewing what content. But I did tell her, like I've been telling you guys, that Iran, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Lebanon, Syria, Morocco, Tunisia, (laughs) Norway, Sweden, Ireland, France, Italy, Canada, the United States, all have this one topic in common. They are all searching for the same thing. Do you want to take a wild guess what that is, Davison? Well, I think I I I feel like I che- I'm going to be cheating because I saw. Oh, yeah. the- oh you did? Yeah, okay. it's the big L. Lesbians, lovely, luscious lesbians. They are all searching the same thing. Lesbian so whether- porn. <laughs> so whether you're in Brazil or Argentina, whether you are in Spain or Portugal or Iran. <laughs> You're you're into to you're it's not even searching. It's important to note that it's not what people are searching, it's what people are actually watching and that's what's most popular. The other um interesting n- numbers were that anal sex is of interest in <coughs> Algeria and Libya and Turkey. That's huh. the most popular. Uh ebony is very popular in, you know, multiple South African countries, but also in North Korea. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. And these are all most viewed categories by women. But do many people have access to the internet in North, North Korea? Korea? But here's they the They use thing. VPNs? From from what I understand is a lot of these countries that have blocked uh, adult websites, VPNs are being used. And yes. there's a minor amount of traffic that does get through on a daily basis. Huh. And... <laughs> The amount that's getting through from North Korea, the the most viewed categories by women in North Korea is ebony. I'm su- really interested. So in nowhere on that list is there heterosexual no. porn. So the, <laughs> oh my. So here, here sorry men. Lesbian, hentai, ebony, anal, Indian, Japanese, mature, and milf are the most viewed uh, by women. These are, the, you know. You know why I think it is, Paris? What? Boobs are just so much more gratifying than some jerky, male, unemotional, drilling you in the butthole, male porn star. Um, Mature. (laughs) I I don't even know where to go with that. Mature (laughs) content is most viewed uh, in Estonia. That's one of the places where it's most viewed. Uh, In Austria as well. Uh, I just want, I, I would love for, I'm hoping Dr. Lori is going to cover this because I'd be very curious to know the psychology behind this. Uh, by the way, yeah. in, in China and Russia, it's hentai that, that's most viewed. Australia also is into lesbian. And hentai was, interestingly enough, most viewed in Peru as well. Are we going to talk about our watching habits? Does Bolivia, this it's lesbian, lesbian all over the place. Does that, Canada but, and the U.S. and but Mexico. you personally? Does this surprise you? I've I don't know if I'm so I don't know how I feel about this, but I was just like I thought anal sex would be 
something that women would be more curious about or would watch, but I guess not. No, no, no. Because women, I still think, I don't want to make a sexist statement, but women are more emotional about sex. We're more aesthetic about sex. And a lot of male porn stars, while they might have an impressive penis, the rest of them isn't that attractive. (laughs) And it's pretty get to the point and it's pretty rough versus lesbian porn, I imagine. It's two beautiful women. And I think they've done studies that women will react, even heterosexual women will sexually react to a naked woman as much as they will react to a naked man regardless of their orientation so that's maybe why what's motivating these women's uh search habits what's interesting is that i know uh with dr laurie and with other Pornhub uh numbers and statistics and insight that they've released is that women do not necessarily like quote-unquote softer content women are into the same content that men yeah they were saying how they put a, a group of women together to to create scenes mm-hmm. uh, that are, you know, maybe more artistic and more gentle. And apparently they did not uh, do fair better at all. That's why I was, yeah. I, I, it's not that I'm not surprised. I don't know what women would most view. I can't make that judgment, but it was just really interesting that across the board with different cultures, different nationalities and different parts of the world all have that in common. Yeah. Lesbian porn. So when trying to solve issues, Maybe we can just... <laughs> we should talk more about lesbian porn. We should make more lesbian porn. Or, no, if if you're searching for points in common and making light of the conversation that's extremely serious, we could talk about oh, that. One more thing. like I mean, I'm, I'm not really a consumer of porn, but I think I'm sort of a, a creator of sort of light adult content. And, and yeah, I this sort of is surprising to me, but given what I just explained the rationale for it is, you know, I guess it's understandable. Coming up, we are going to talk about what it's like to be the last single person in the group. If you are the last single person or if you have a group that still has a single person left in it, we want your take. Are you always looking at that person for the cool, fun story? Are you looking to set that person up? Is there is does that person come like make the the evenings more exciting? Do they have extra stories to share? I want to know your take. We've got a few funny quotes and tweets to share with you guys and Davison is going to let us know if she's the last single person in her group. I'll let you know if I'm the last single person in my group. It's sex out loud and you're welcome to listen in. Passion on CJAD 800. Sitting in tonight is Paris Mansouri. Welcome back to the show. We've been talking about (laughs) International Women's Day. Then uh, we skipped to talking about bridesmaid with larger body parts. And then uh, we spoke about Pornhub and uh, the most viewed categories by women. If you missed it, it was quite interesting. There seems to be a consensus around the world about what's pleasurable when viewing adult content. Actually, we agree on this as women um, on lesbian porn in Canada and the United States and Mexico, uh, in Greenland. I forgot to mention Greenland, by the way. <laughs> uh, Australia, uh, if you go across northern, uh, you know, the Scandinavian countries, Ireland, Morocco, Iran, Saudi Arabia. There you go. If you guys are from those countries and you find that you have a disagreement, know in the bottom of your heart that you do have one thing in common. Absolutely. Uh, now I wanted to talk about being single. Uh, are you single, Davison? Can we talk about no, this? No, no, I'm not single right okay. now. Do you have a, a last single friend in your group? Um, No, everybody's taken. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so interesting. Because you forget I'm in my 40s. So usually I not I know it doesn't but people have a tendency to start settling down in their late 30s early 40s I know 40s. people get divorced yeah. I know people start over but uh everyone that I'm close to is taken yeah nope not in my circle a lot of people have ended or have been divorced for 3 or 4 years I've had friends who've never been married uh who are 35 and older and there, I would say there's a healthy proportion of single to non-single people. Now, I saw this uh, article on Huffington Post. It was 28 tweets about being the last single person in your friends group. Uh, <laughs> one person tweeted saying, when my friends try to set me up, I feel like they're saying, uh, I won't sleep with them, but maybe you will. Uh, <laughs> it says... Um, Cut me. There's somebody who's tweeted, cut to me listening to my married friends complain that they missed out on online dating. Don't think anyone really missed out on it. They romanticize it, right? Everyone wants what they don't have. There's nothing romantic about online. No, it's harsh. It's, It's become harsher and harsher as the years have gone on. I think I was on, this is ages ago, on like Plenty of Fish for like two months. And I just couldn't handle it. Just the amount of people lying about what they look like and their pictures not looking like themselves or lying about what you do. It's going to come out in the first half an hour. Yeah. Don't lie. If you're online dating, don't lie and don't put misleading pictures. You're wasting your own time and somebody else's time. Um, Somebody tweeting out saying, if you ever feel like a third wheel, stop. You are not a third wheel. You are a majestic unicycle, and they are not, <laughs> and they are your noble training wheels. It's a le- nice way to look at it. it. says, I like texting my married friends <laughs> where you at around 9 p.m. when I know they're trying to put their kids down for the night. So is it romanticizing when you're single, and then for single people, romanticizing that you're married? Yeah. I think a lot of people have a hard time being content and happy with what they have. They always look at the the pros of the opposite position, not the cons. And there are pros and cons in both states, the state of being single and the state of being paired off. Are you one of those people who's happy being single? No, I think I prefer to have a partner. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I prefer being single. Why? I like... You know, when you get used to having your space and your life a certain way, mm-hmm. it's, I don't like mixing. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I I have never been single for an extended period of time. I lived through a separation, but then now we're reconciling. So, uh, you know, I do, quote unquote, live on my own. And I understand, yeah, I have, there's more space in my house. I can keep it clean in the way that I want. Uh, I understand how you can get used to that. And then it, it also gets hard to let somebody else in once you're just used to going to sleep alone and, and making your own schedule and never having to answer it to anyone and having the crushes you want to have and determining what you want to do with that. Yeah, I get it. But I, I just feel better when I'm partnered off and I have someone I can communicate with every day. I can connect with emotionally. What I do is very demanding as a job. Mm-hmm. So someone who's just outside of all that, that I can be kind of the real me with because there's a very, but- very much a false me that exists online or an entertainer that I need to, 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 to let go of. And I feel like that I can only do that the best with the person I'm the most intimate with. See, for me, <clears throat> it's there's so much comfort and strength in... I'm very fortunate. I have a solid family. 
an amazing brother or a really good group of friends. I feel like that support network that comes with having a partner, I don't, obviously it's not the same thing as having an intimate partner. There is a certain bond. But I often feel like when you do have a partner, those moments when you are disagreeing or, or that the, the, like the foundation is rocky, mm-hmm. for me that sort of instability is, is um, damaging in that moment because you feel like you're invested so much and then that especially like let's say somebody like you who's uh who has a creative job that requires like your home is kind of like your stage it's as my well. studio yeah so imagine if your partner comes in and, and let's say you do have somebody and obviously not your partner right now but let's say you were dating someone who comes in and he's and they're like davison you're taking up too much space and i need you to not do this between this time and this time and you know what are you really doing anyway i love you and i support you but you need to do something more serious well, I'd probably break up with him, but I get it. Or we'd have to reach a compromise. Right. But imagine the pain and the struggle that oh, you... Oh, for sure. I've gone through plenty of hard times in my partnership. It's it's a process. It's there's a, it's a series of ups and downs. And I did misspo- misspeak uh, earlier. Um, I do have a friend who's still single. And she I, she's not the last single friend in the group, but she she's had a hard time finding the right match. Do you, Are you excited for her and to hear her stories and supportive and setting her up on dates? Is she your source of entertainment? you find no I mean I did try to set her up once I actually saw someone on Bumble and I was like oh I think this this guy would be really good with her I'm like Lisa I know this sounds crazy but I saw a guy and just based on his profile I think you guys would hit it off uh as it worked out I actually went out for coffee with the guy and no he was awful (laughs) and I'm and and I spared her from going on a date with him I was totally wrong uh but um yeah I I, no I don't use her as entertainment and I think right now she's going through a period of where she's really tired of the dating apps because it's easy for people to ghost one another misrepresent themselves or use you as entertainment instead of seeing you as a potential partner which requires an emotional investment and caring about another human being oh you're easy to be callous you're using a lot of heavy words for online dating where it's like swipe right and yeah well i I have really i mean that's well yeah but that's i suppose that's why i prefer to be partnered because i have very high standards (laughs) and expectations of somebody that i'm going to be with i feel like we're both at the opposite ends of the same stick because we're both very clear on who we are and yes. what we want. Yes. And you want to be partnered with someone. And I absolutely do not want to 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 be with someone who may be hurt by my lifestyle, who may who may feel like I'm not invested in them. Well, the right person won't feel hurt and, and you'll crossed. find the right match for absolutely. yourself, I think. Or maybe I have. Or yeah, maybe you have. Maybe yeah. I have. I don't know. I didn't. Are More you single? No. Uh, kind of not it's complicated it's not complicated it's It's fun it's evolving it's ever evolving davison thank you so much for being here with us tonight where can people connect with you they can find me on youtube.com slash davison video one i have a patreon where you can see my uncensored work at patreon.com slash davison video and i am davison video everywhere on that new app, app tiktok and on instagram wonderful thank you again thank you all for listening that's it for us tonight on monday night it's going to be the millennial panel you're going to want to tune in for that and dr Lori is back on tuesday night before i go i want to thank our producer dave simon thank you for getting this show to air you've been listening to passion you can connect with dr Lori uh at um, drlaurie.com if you want to reach her you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Paris Mansuri. I'm going to speak with you again on Monday night and until then have a great weekend 
and remember to fill your life with passion. Mm-hmm.